I think it's a testament to how well I've done this podcast by how excited you were about the fact that we have our new X-Men team. I'm pumped you were for so, this team. I sent you the pictures and you sent me like 14 text messages. I've never seen you go off like that. I have been waiting all day to talk about this. And we're going to talk about it all night. Woohoo! Welcome to the Ex-Wife Podcast. I'm Alicia. And I'm Justin. And today we are talking about the results of the X-Men election and the new X-Men team. It's been officially announced today, Friday, April 16th. The new team that's going to debut in the Hellfire Club, our full seven-person lineup. I can't even believe that they announced the whole team. Like, I thought we were waiting until June for this business. A lot of other people did, too, and they were kind of miffed about the fact that, oh, I guess I get no surprises. And I was like, well, this is a surprise, right? Right, and also you don't know that they're not going to give you other surprises at the gala. There could be two more members because seven is, you know, actually, no, I, I like seven. Seven is a good number. Seven Seven people and four of those seven people are female characters. And they're all B.A. B.A. Try not to say bad words. Bad mamma jammas. So the new X-Men team is going to restart the numbering of the X-Men title. So Jonathan Hickman is leaving the X-Men title. He's not leaving the House of X. He's not leaving the X-Men line. He's just stepping away from the X-Men proper. Got it. Jerry Duggan is taking over writing duties on X-Men. And it's going to be this seven-person team, maybe some more, starting at a new number one, July 7th. I like just don't even care if I even read any any of the rest of Dawn of X or anything. Like I just am like, okay, let me g- give me this book. Like, give me this book. I want to read it. Honestly, I saw a handful of people comment similarly that they were like, well, I guess this is a good reason to jump back in. And that's uh, one of the main reasons why they do a number one mm-hmm. again, right? Yeah. Give me another jumping back on point. Yeah. So you've only read issue one of X-Men so far. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> but, it's not even the story that I care about. You, When you ever were like, and they're fighting dinosaurs, and I like looked, first I was just staring at the people, and then I went and looked back at that image, and I saw that there were dinosaurs. I was like, all right, I'm all set. Like, bye. Oh, I don't need anything else. Because that's the other thing to note. Pepe Larraz and Marta Gracia are the artists. Oh, it's going to be so title, good. Which I've been saying since Hoxpox. Like, hey, Pepe, <laughs> let's get Come you on, on a regular back. title. Okay. All right. So first, should we talk about the the election results? Like how we all got down to Polaris being the winner. Before that, I just want to mention, like I've mentioned this before, I believe. So you haven't read it, though. There has not been an X-Men team on Krakoa. Right. X-Men as a title has just been these one-off story threads kind of seeding the larger world of Krakoa. Towards the end of Tend of Swords, Cyclops and Marvel Girl said that Krakoa needs a team that's acting on their behalf. Not just the council, which is more deciding what's best for them and what's in their best Mm -hmm. interest, but something that's representing them on the larger global and international and, and world interdimensional universal stage. Okay, amazing. But for... I just... Can we just stop calling her Marvel Girl, though? No, that's her name. That's literally what she was announced as in this announcement. But I'm not going to call her that. I just feel like it just feels too childish. I mean, it felt childish in 1963. So, yeah, I, know, but I would agree. I just, I'm just going to call her Jean Grey. And I'll just be in no, my own little names. world. Mutant names only. Okay. All right. So our vote results. Yeah. You want to talk about the vote results? <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the vote results. Because the way that they they announced these results. Out of nowhere. 
these like, little comic strips out of nowhere. I thought that was great. Honestly, I thought it was funny. I thought you know Zeb Wells wrote all of them, and that just added like a little humor and also a what? It was last I, Friday. It was a week ago today that they put out the first one. Uh, and then on Monday, can't the, believe the it's already one, been a week. It feels like we just started seeing them. That's because you didn't see them until a couple days ago Tuesday. Yeah, yeah you that's saw them true. When I showed you the the two the first. Two you're or three. right. You're right. You're right. And we were talking, what, on Tuesday? How are they going to do that? How are they knocking out yeah. two, four, six I'm like, they're characters? either going to leave it down to, like, as they were going, I was like, we're either going to get top five, top three, top two. And then when we got top two, you were like, all right, it's down to two. And then all of a sudden, you just text me yesterday and you're like, Polaris won. And I'm like, excuse me, what? Like, yeah. what? Yep. And listen, I know we were Team Tempo. But you know, you were Team Polaris. I was Team Polaris. Yes. Like, no, I know. Deep I'm down in my heart, that's fine because I just love her. And I've said this on Twitter to a couple of people that at least, hopefully, this this gives a sign that hey, there's some value in some of these characters to be doing more with them. They shouldn't just right. be chilling at the bar on Krakoa, which you know that's fun. Sure, that's probably where I'd be. Yeah, but like, give them something else to do. Right, and I think you know we're talking about who was on this list. Of ten, the the voting mm-hmm. candidates, these are the ones that you know. A couple of them already had stuff to do, and that's that was a big contention. You know, the winner, especially right, Polaris was already a part of a a book. Yeah, but Strong Guy and Forge got knocked out with the first comic, which it's like they got knocked out with the first comic. But when you look at the standings, like Strong Guy was last. But Forge was still in the top five. He was number four. Yeah. And honestly, neither of those surprised me. Tempo being number five did surprise me. You know, like you I, think she should have been higher or no, lower? I, I, well, I mean, I would have loved her to right, win. Right, right. But I think she should be number one. Sure, <laughs> if that's the question. So would have been higher Would have or been lower. higher. Yeah. I was surprised to see that she was number five. I thought that that just added to the fact that there were a lot of people that wanted to see a story about Tempo and the fact that we don't know too much about her. Yeah. Cannonball number nine. Marrow number eight, Boom Boom number seven. Boom Boom was higher up than I expected. Really? Boom Boom, Boom Boom and Armor. I feel like that all the people that we talked to about it, you know, like the small like five people we have conversations with. Right. Like there, I didn't see, and like you know, on social media, I didn't see as much hype for Boom Boom, so I didn't expect that I saw she would be higher up. I saw a lot of people campaigning for Boom Boom, and and she's also Boom Boom and. You know, Forge, Sunspot. I was I was surprised by Cannonball being number nine. I mean, yeah, that, that's that blew me away a little bit. But maybe but, maybe a lot of people were like, stay in space. That's what I was saying. <laughs> and Banshee number two, which that that I mean didn't really surprise me, I guess, but at the same time did. But Polaris won. But Polaris won. And she's on this new lineup. This lineup that consists of Cyclops, Marvel Girl, Blech. Jean Grey, Polaris, Rogue. Rogue. Sunfire, Sink, and Wolverine. Oh, she's Wolverine now? She is Wolverine now. She goes by Wolverine. There's a comic, X-Men number five, where... Uh, why? <laughs> there's a comic where they're all sitting around. The There's three mutants that are going to go... I'm, I'm being very careful as to not talk about spoilers for you, but know that we're about to guest on House of X after... And I'm going to get I'm going to get all the spoilers. Get spoilers. So it's okay. Just, just be ready for that. I'm ready. All right. And also listen to that podcast where we're talking with a bunch of other people about this. That's what I meant by we're talking about this all night because I don't think this is going to. All night long. All night. Plus, we want to watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. Okay. So why is she Wolverine now? 
I mean, she just goes by Wolverine because that's the mantle. You know, it's like a legacy character. But okay, but number, what about Wolverine? Also goes by Wolverine. Ugh. What? That's confusing. How is it confusing? Because they're both of the same name. So anyway, hey, Wolverine, I, who me? Anyway, no, like I was you. Saying, in issue five, they were sitting around talking about this mission, mm-hmm. and one of the characters was like, "Isn't isn't that a mission that Wolverine should go on?" And Laura was like, "I am Wolverine." And Logan was like, "You tell him, kiddo, because he's he's her dad. You know, like that's that's like yeah, 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 yeah. Your your kid to yeah. I guess, I guess, I guess, I guess. I mean, it's cool that I guess I should be like, it's cool that she's Wolverine, but it's just odd for them to be simultaneously. There's two Spider Mans, you know, Peter Parker and Miles Morales both got go by Spider Man. But aren't they in different universes? No, read some comics. Leave me alone. I watch Into the Spider-Verse, okay? And Into the Spider-Verse, Peter Parker and his universe dies. Yeah, and that happens in the comics, but then Miles Morales comes to the 616 universe. And that's where Peter B. Parker is. No, Peter B. Parker is a a creation of Into the Spider-Verse. But I love Peter B. Parker. Okay, tangent. Yes. All right, fine. There's two Spider-Mans and there's two Wolverines. And there's probably going to be a bunch of Captain Americas coming this June and July. Don't talk to me. Which actually I think is really cool. That's a tangent. Anyway, what do you think about this team? I think this team is amazing. I'm so pumped for this team. Let me say this. I'm so pumped for the ladies on this team. I just feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong because I could very well be wrong, but even when there are teams that have a bunch of female characters, there's not generally more females than males on a character on a team i mean it goes back to chris claremont's days on the outback and you know when he was really why can't this character be a female and why can't this character be a woman we're really developing strong female characters but generally no you're right there are more male x-men than female that often get put on a book but that also varies depending on what book you're reading yeah i don't know i just like when you when because I was working all day, like I was at the studio. So as soon as I got back to my phone in between classes, and you had texted me those images, I like there's just something about those images. That first one that you sent me with Pelt Polaris, just like standing there with like the green energy, just like coming out of her hand, and just like the epicness of those two shots. Just it just gave me feelings. It just made me feel excited, and you know. I know there's a lot of mixed feelings about her being on this team and not being on the book anymore that she's currently on, but I was going to say X-Force X-Force because I constantly get them confused. So that's why, (laughs) but like I get, I get that. And I, I respect, you know, the way people feel about how she's being written right now. And, you know, I, I really hope that she continues to be written well and represented in the way that fans are loving right now. But I just feel like she's, for me, her winning is like, she's Magneto's daughter. It's a new step in this direction of like, who are the X-Men now that we're on Krakoa? And like in that first image, like I know Scott's the leader of the team, but like she's at the forefront of the image and that just seemed really cool to me. And I, I don't know, just, I'm just excited about it being fresh and new. And I think for me too, as a new fan of the comics, being able to be part of the start to finish of, you know, I, I, 
am still reading, obviously catching up on all the Dawn of X stuff, but knowing that like this new team was coming and getting involved and invested in the election and then this idea of like who's this new team going to be to and getting Red to know Rome. the characters better, you know, to to see the team come out and to be like, okay, I know who all these characters are. Most of it. Most of. Like I've heard of them at least once. I just like I don't know I got like a little fire in my belly about it I was just I'm just excited like it's just cool it's the first thing that I feel like I've been like I'm a part of it yeah I'm, this is awesome I'm super into it and I'm excited to see like where they go and what kind of crazy adventures they go on and just yeah me too you know I think dive I, in I'm excited about this team I think that there are some classics, some new, some, you know, I think Sync is a very interesting choice. I think Sunfire is an out of left field choice. Yes, that seems a little bit like Hoda what now? I like Sunfire. I like his power set. I like you know, Japanese representation. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. To speak about representation, though, that is kind of some reaction to mm. you, know, you do have a four to three female to male, but you only have one black character and one Japanese character and the rest are the rest are white. White people, and not only white people, but human presenting. Yeah, right. That and, was part of the conversation with Marrow. With Marrow. Right? And, and just in general with Krakoa and this argument of, you know, if this is really a team that represents the best interest and represents the, mm-hmm. you know, these are the, what the Morlocks would call Xavier's pretty pretties, you know, like these are <laughs> surface dwellers. Xavier's pretty pretty. I may have just made that up. I like it though. Yeah, no, that's completely valid. I totally understand that. I think the representation is important and we need to figure out how that is better done maybe in other books or down the line if the team rotates. I'm all for that. But I just feel like when I saw this, especially that first image, just this Oh, I'm not trying to take away from your excitement. I'm just No, no, no. I'm just telling you like this about. like girl power thing was just like hee hee and I think for me too cuz like Cyclops is like little in the background and it's like women of the X-Men. We got to check out the all women team title at some point then. What? Yeah. Any other reactions or questions about the team? I have have a couple of questions. Yes, you can ask those questions in one moment. But this is the only other thing that I thought of was like, okay, so Rogue and Sync can both, they both have a similar power set, right? And like when when we see of their powers, when you and I always talk about like putting a team together, you're always saying like you need to have, you know, a tactical person and a leader and a person who can scout and, a you know, blah, 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 like all these different power sets and all that, these different things. That is an understanding from more classic days that does get challenged, especially in this new era. But yes. But I would say, so it's interesting, right? Because they can both take, Rogan and Sync can both take on other powers. But when Rogue does it, it causes like a detriment to the person whose power she takes. So it seems like it would be more, you're like opening your mouth like that's incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yes, how you know Rogue. Ah, dang But there are ways that she has now gained control over her powers where she only takes a little bit. Or especially when a team member gives it to her willingly that affects her differently. Oh, interesting. So there's a lot of layers to Rogue's powers that you don't actually know. But also, does Rogue have to touch you? Yes, there are. And Sync can just like be like, I'm going to be Polaris right now. He's got to be in proximity of. What does proximity mean? Like 
in the a few feet or like like if they're all in a battle together he could pull from anybody or do they have to be like i mean close to him second image he is using cyclops marvel girl and polaris's powers all at once i'm gonna keep calling her correct name no i wasn't saying it about that i was just saying about all three of those powers together (laughs) and to no effect to those characters right Right, and so that's what I was thinking, like, I guess then, but but he can also, so if he's fighting someone else, he can take their powers too, mm-hmm. like the person yes. that he's fighting. Yes, and it's actually recently was established that he doesn't only mimic mutant powers. What? So he can mimic other types of abilities. And that was like magic? Um, I don't know about magic. You mean like guns? No, I mean like... Like superheroes that aren't mutants or supervillains that aren't mutants. They came up against the children of the vault, which are post-humanity. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, so I guess that's my only, if I had to have a qualm with the team, that's my only qualm is that, well, no, two. I agree with the underrepresentation of people of color and... And LGBTQ. And that was a big oh, thing, there's, you know. Oh. There's no confirmed lgbtq representation there's been some you know some people have always assumed or thought that x23 laura wolverine was a lesbian and then there's whatever is going on in between scott gene and wolverine right logan wolverine right wolverine og which i'm not (laughs) sure you know it it, there's sometimes that it gets hinted to as a throuple there's sometimes that it's just it looks like they're both dating gene Oh, so they could just be like, what's that called? Polyamorous. Polyamorous, yeah. So, okay. So I agree with those two things, representation. But I think if I'm just talking about the power sets of the characters, Mm -hmm. I think it's a little bit weird that they chose two people who have a very similar power set. But also recognizing that that is just, that's Rogue's main power, but she is also a brawler. Yeah. She is basically invulnerable she can fly and she has super strength like yeah she is going so to she's be, got a lot going she's for gonna her. be the tank of the team i mean like which is great when i saw i was like okay who can we kick off and put storm in her in their place storm's got something else brewing so i know but i'm just that's what i'm saying from like deep in my heart i was like people, the only thing i'm missing is storm <laughs> a lot of people that hadn't haven't been reading where things are in the story were like why not storm where's storm storm's got her own thing supposedly brewing in space in space all right okay so what are your questions or your talking points so i want to know we've talked a little bit about polaris but Mm -hmm. how is this going to affect polaris and rogue who are currently on other titles Mm. are those titles ending are they going to be completely removed from those titles didn't you mention that like leah williams did say that this would reduce Polaris's ability to be as a core member of X Factor. You know, they are a team that lives together, that operates together. And if you're off doing high flying, high right, adventure, X Men adventures, you're not really there in the in the boneyard doing X Factor things. But didn't you say something about Tempo and Marrow being involved in other titles that maybe they could then? Oh, that was just me tweeting at people. Oh, that was just that wasn't factual no, information. Was, I was just saying, hey. This Tempo, could be Tempo cool. Tempo should be on X-Force. Marrow's doing some things and has been appearing in Marauders recently. And I like both of those things. Sam and Berto, where is that book, Hickman? Get it going. And armor in space. I mean, maybe because of like 
the popularity of some of these other characters and the vote they will get put that's what I'm saying. in other books. That's what I'm saying. Like, hopefully this raises the profile of these other characters. Because a lot of people have said, hey, can we just take these other nine and make a team of make them? Make a second team? Right. The blue team and the gold team? <laughs> and I, you know, to Rogue, and you don't know this because you haven't actually read the full run of Excalibur, I feel like Rogue has been underutilized in that title. Oh, like she's interesting. Been primarily a background character, and I see this as a benefit to her. You know, she's not one that's starving for fan attention in, in the terms of like, everybody <laughs> I, loves Rogue. Right? I guess she makes it out of that flower cocoon. <laughs> oh, whoops. I mean, clearly. I mean, I think I would know. I think there would be a little bit more of an uproar if Rogue was like constantly trapped in a flower cocoon. I kind of suspected issues. she'd get out, but I'm just making a little joke. Yes. But okay. so I'm, I'm excited to see her get a front spot on this team, even mm-hmm. though I don't think that she's a, a member that needs it. You know? Right. Yeah, that's a valid point. Like, Rogue's been... Around. Around. You know, she was on a Claremont team. She came and became really a prominent member in the the 80s and 90s and and has since been a really prominent member of the X-Men. Sync, Sunfire, and Wolverine are the ones that I feel like have not had... Wolverine probably lower on the list, but um, Sync and Sunfire in terms of team representation, Mm -hmm. book representation, those are two great picks. Yeah. Also just two really interesting powers my question how the hell did sunfire get on this team i just he's how many times has he quit the x-men and he gets voted like they voted they krakoa voted who voted for sunfire i don't know babe i don't like sunfire's power i like he's a cool character why don't you write a letter to krakoa and find out dear krakoa who the beep voted for sunfire jonathan mr hickman Please tell me how this happened. Sincerely, Justin. I've just never gotten the impression that he's like well liked around. Maybe this is his else. redemption, and also maybe everyone like secretly likes him. Yeah, they just pretend to hate him. He's like no, the well, opposite. He like, pretends to hate he's him. He's the like reverse him. Regina George. Oh. <laughs> but I like his powers. You know, he's got the power of the sun. Yeah. And he can fly. And that's Which great. is different from Berto. Yes. He's powered by the sun. sun. I'm learning. Yeah. What do you think about seven seven members? Seven members. Seven deadly sins. That's the only thing that comes to my mind. Seven members. I what mean, do you think about seven members in relation to a team? I'm, I'm getting there. I'm processing the question. I think seven members is a good number because it's... A number that can be broken up into smaller numbers for like missions and stuff. You know, so you have seven team, seven team members and you can break up into a group of three and a group group of four. You can break up into two groups of two and a group of three, you know, for certain things. Like if you're if you're going on a mission and you need like someone to sneak in and someone to do this and someone to be the lookout, and you know or you know whatever the case may be i think it's a good number it's not too large of a number Mm -hmm. to be able to follow all the threads of a story but it's a good number to be able to break things up and then it also gives you the opportunity to say like maybe maybe polaris has to like do something so she's not around for one issue because she's busy on x factor or you know Mm -hmm. Whatever, it gives them kind of the opportunity that like if someone has a quote unquote sick day, they can still function. <laughs> someone dies and needs to take a couple days to regenerate, they can still function. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I think so. The fact that we're talking about a couple of people that have had their time on the X-Men, we're talking about the number of team members. I just I'm interested in the number of mutants that are not in this conversation that mm. are not on the table. I feel like there are a decent amount of them. And, you know, there is the caveat that this is intended to be a yearly activity where they'll get a new X-Men team in a year. Interesting. Which I'm not sure how, if they'll actually do that or how, yeah. are they going to have a vote every year? Is there going to be a Hellfire Gala every year? Well, there better be. On a side note, I'm extremely disappointed, like extremely disappointed in Polaris's Hellfire look. She's just wearing a green dress. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. How rude. Yeah. Give her something else. Kind of just looks like a jellyfish. She, I was just like, okay, she's just wearing a gala dress, not a Hellfire gala dress. Like, I don't know. That's a whole nother conversation. And I will say, as far as like X-Men, and and this is this has nothing to do with my disdain for Cyclops as a person, right? Or as a character. I just feel like, why is he on the team again? Because he's leading it. I mean, it was his his and Marvel Girl's idea to create this team. So they were like, hey, you're going to let everybody vote, but we have to be on the team? I don't know how to answer that question. Xavier and Magneto wanted to put them on the council, and they said, no, we don't want to do that. We think that there needs to be an X-Men team, and we're going to lead this team. So it was their idea. It was their pitch. You know, you're not just going to be like, hey, here's an idea. Go do it. You know, they want to make this a thing. They want to bring this to fruition. Yeah, I think obviously they're going to be on the team. They're going to be the the team leaders. Okay. What's what? Uh, Okay, that's it. I just, I, it's a, that's a valid explanation. I hear you. I understand. And I think, you know, that's speaking to, this team in general is speaking to a lot of generations of fans. Yeah. You have the classic Cyclops and Marvel Girl. You have Polaris for the in-between kind of overarching. You have Rogue for those 80s and 90s. You have Sync and, well, Sunfire for the late 80s popping up here and there. And then Sync for the 90s. And then he died and then he wasn't there for a while. But then now he's been, ah, you gotta, you gotta read. You gotta read because I want to talk about. All right. Well, I guess I got a lot of reading to do in a short period of time, but I can do it. Yeah, I can do it. It's just also I'm doing other stuff, reading other things. But I'm going to be better. I'm going to be a better reader. Don't laugh. I can don't don't stifle my affirmations. I will read more comics. Okay. Any other questions or talking points, sir? No. Uh, Any other surprises? So I titled this section surprises, consequences and questions. So anything that you feel about this otherwise anything else i feel um no i'm just like giddy i'm just excited i don't have any real like other than what we've talked about it's just i think deep down i always knew that i wanted polaris to win just because i like her i know i spent an hour trying to talk you out of it and i kind of succeeded you did i mean i voted for tempo 
I cannot confirm, but yes, I, I 100% voted for Tempo. I okay. was tempted to, once I realized Elijah. that I could, no, once <laughs> I realized that I could go on a separate device and vote again, I was tempted to vote for Polaris, but I didn't do that. I didn't cheat the system. I took my one vote like a good doobie, and I'm happy that my girl won. I'm sad that a lot of fans are feeling disappointed in what that means for her current character arc right now, but I think she's going to make a dope X-Men. Yeah. And I think the Wolverine choice is awesome and Rogue is awesome and <sighs> Marvel Girl. Marvel Girl. I, you know, I used to have feelings about gene and not really like be that like i don't know if i like gene but i'm starting to like her more well that's because your impression is just from the movies yeah right in the movies she's nerfed and is not all that well developed and they botched the phoenix multiple times and yeah yeah yes yes exactly and we are we're getting we just got to phoenix and dark phoenix in the cartoon so Mm -hmm. i got all that yeah I think I just think it's epic, and those shots, those images were epic, and there's dinosaurs involved. Like, where are they going? Back in time to the Savage, Savage Land? Land? Like, where are they going? I just want to know. What are you like? How do you feel? Like, what what were your feelings? Like, obviously, you know my feelings from this podcast episode and from all my text messages. But what were your feelings when you first saw those images? Like, how did you react? I felt like I was expecting more team members. Oh, I felt like I called Wolverine Laura. I also was, and this was just because of the X-Men arc, I called Sync. And Sync was a surprise in terms of actually being there. But I feel like he deserves that spot with the very small arc that he's been written in the last two issues of Mm X-Men. And I'm actually really interested to see more of the dynamic between sink and wolverine cool sunfire was out of left field <laughs> sunfire and I'm, I'm interested you know i like his power i like him as a character i don't mm-hmm. know all that much you know only a handful of appearances that i've read him in but yeah i think that it speaks to generations of fans it is a very well-rounded team in terms of power sets and they were there was a lot of talk during the election that all of the fans of the gifted who didn't really know the comics well yeah. were just voting for Polaris because it was like hot topic issue and they were like, Oh, I love Polaris from the gifted, but maybe this will bring in a bunch of new readers because they were like, Oh, my girl won. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe they'll just be like, Bam, my girl won. Bam, bam, bam. Moving on. I did it. I did it. Okay. Back to the movies. When's the gifted coming back? Never. Never. Until next time, old friend. Charles, you've got a whole new team. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Ex-Wife Podcast. Be sure to leave us a review and tell your friends. The Ex-Wife Podcast is produced in Providence, Rhode Island by Alicia and Justin. Our music is by Quan. 